this is this is the back end of things. So we're going to do it. So y'all get your paper out and we're going to do this. Okay. So now with that, let's come up with some priorities in life you're not willing to give up or that are important to you. Right. So, so okay. The juice worth the squeeze. Basically <laughs> is what you say, right? I mean, you're going you're gonna to get out more time with the family. <laughs> I'm killing you. Okay. Hey, you military guy, you'd be so funny. <laughs> so as you do these priorities, that becomes my next priority of the day. It didn't mean I was a failure. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have enough time in the day to get everything done. You right. can't let your mind think I'm a failure ever. You just try to get you the best you can every single day. Welcome to the messy back end of entrepreneurship. This is Lee Cassells, co-founder of SFQ Consulting. We all know that the back end is where most businesses fail, and I can tell you from my experience that all businesses have them, from solopreneurs to large corporations. This podcast is all about cleaning up that messy back end so you can save time, make money, and succeed. And now, here are your hosts, Sheila J. Logan and Nate Tucker. Our guest host today is none other than my good friend, Cassie Kramer. You may remember her from episode 83 called Don't Mess With The Books. Cassie was born and raised in the Pacific Northwest. She's the wife and mother of two beautiful children and a rock star business owner. When she's not closing down new clients, she loves to spend her time reading, working with power tools, or getting out into the beautiful Utah mountains. Welcome, thank you all for joining us. We have a wonderful show for you today about making decisions. As Peter Drucker once said, whenever you see a successful business, someone once made a courageous decision. Totally great. On our expert segment today, we're going to be talking with Master Sergeant Vance Lindsay. Vance currently works as full-time as a Master Sergeant for the Army National Guard. He works at the military academy that teaches the future leaders of the Army. Vance's past jobs have been in military operations and logistics. He's been a military leadership instructor for eight of his 30 years of military service. He loves to work with complex problems using military decision-making process, which is what we're going to learn about today, to simplify overall goals, also known as my husband. And you'll hear real questions and stories from real entrepreneurs with Messy Backend. As an added bonus for the Messy Backend Exposed, our expert Vance will not only share his experience, expertise, and the tools he suggests to get your backend cleaned up, but he will also expose the exact process we can use to know what decisions we should be making to stay focused on the end goal. And if you're an entrepreneur with a messy backend, you are not alone. We all have them. Give us a call at 801-810-6726 or visit us at themessybackend.com to apply. Thank y'all so much for joining us on today's episode of The Messy Back End. Coming soon, watch for The Messy Back End of Being a Single Mom, as well as many other messy back end topics from photography, speaking, book writing, traveling, and more. How would you like to have your very own Messy Back End podcast? Find out more about how you can use our team, our brand, and our online platforms to start and build your own Messy Back End podcast. Visit themessybackend.com slash join for details. Nate and I would love to be on your podcast or speak at your next event. Visit themessybackend.com slash speaking to send us your event details and learn more about us and our speaking topics. Thank you to our sponsor, Yes, Women's Network, where you will find the connections you need to achieve your dreams. Find out more at yeswomensnetwork.com. Don't forget to subscribe, folks, to our podcast. Head on over to themessybackend.com slash subscribe so you never miss an episode. Plus, check us out on Facebook and YouTube to see full video episodes. Now on to our expert, Vance Lindsay, for his expert advice. Don't mess your seat, folks. Here we go. Today, we have a messy backend question submitted by one of our listeners. Uh, my brain is so scattered. I have so many ideas coming in all the time. I don't know what I really want to accomplish or where I want to end up in a year. How can I find my focus and stay on track? How can I make better decisions throughout the day? I think all entrepreneurs, you may not get it, but all entrepreneurs, like our brains are going 5,000 miles an hour. This I've is a good question over the last few with months. me. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So he told me he was going to do an 
MDMP. MDMP with me, and we tried it, and it was great. It went faster than you thought it would, I think. Yeah. So uh, we figured out what I want to do. So why don't you tell us, like, why does it work, and tell us about it. Okay. So an MDMP is an acronym for Military Decision-Making Process, and uh, we, I used to teach this to senior leaders. Well, basically what MDMP is is a seven-step with 50 sub-steps process to fix a problem. Well, we're not going to go into that now much depth because you're not in the military and there's no need for it. But I, it, my daughter came to me a couple of months ago and was confused. Well, she was called up over the phone. She was at college 300 miles away and says, dad, I don't know what to do with my life. What am I going to do with my life? I have so many choices, so many decisions to make. I don't know what to do. And I said, first thing that came to my head was you need an MDMP. Since her nickname is Millie, we call it the Millie, the Millie decision-making process. Nice. And it worked out really well. So it's still an MDMP. So she calls me up. She says, you going to come home in a few weeks? She says, yeah, I'm coming home for this holiday. And so it was perfect. So she came home and we sat down for a couple hours. It was a little more in depth than the one you and I did. And she sat down and we came up with 11 different courses of action she could do in her life. From when she got home off of, uh, from school, she was just going to work or she would just stay working or she'd go back to school or she would you know, serve her mission for our church. She would do all these different things. Well, after making this up, in order to do that, what you do is you create all the courses of action you want, but you, in our situation, are the commander. So you have to come up with what we call ideas, okay? And those ideas are what are your priorities, okay? Your priorities. Well, you made your priorities. Yeah. Camille had her priorities. Mm -hmm. and priorities are about five or six things that you, I think, are so important that you're going to base your life around them. They're so important to you. Hers were making money, having time with friends. Uh, not being too social because it scared her to death, you know, things <laughs> like that, you know? And so these decisions made her, once we got her priorities set and down and dialed in, then we went back and took those priorities and went to all the courses of actions and then we dialed them in and said, okay, now once you take your priorities, I want you to name them by like golf scores, the lowest ones, the most important. So you put a one next to the one she thought was the most important priority all the way down to number six. And then we looked at them and said, okay, course of action number one, do they have the priorities you want in order, rate it, give it a number. She gave it a number. Okay, this is pretty important, blah, 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 all the way down to all 11 of her priorities, Ooh. which then we took it down to six. I'm telling you, this is in depth. Like I was, I was sweating through this thing myself. I was. And we so. went to the civilian method. Yeah. This was really easy. This takes days and weeks for the military to work out courses of action on the battlefield. But this is a different kind of battlefield, isn't right. it? Right. Yep. This is Locking. your business battlefield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to yeah. make it a little more simple because you don't have enemy and you don't have all these other logistics that go into it. Well, I don't know. I, I think we could come up with a few enemies. <laughs> yeah, we could. Maybe not. Well, I mean, it could be life-threatening depending upon the... Well, it, you know, it could be. I mean, we are on... Our businesses are alive. Mm -hmm. There are livelihoods, but... Your enemy could be time, money, that, yeah. or mm -hmm. even yourself. Ooh. Those are three enemies habits. we all have. I, yeah, I, I, I like that last one. Yeah, I think we all tend to get caught up there. Yeah, anyway, well, so. afraid to succeed, afraid yes. to fail. Like I'm, I'm caught in between the two. Like I don't want to fail, but I don't want to. I'm afraid of succeeding too. Because then you'll so, fail. Because then I could fail, and yeah. the farther you get up, the farther you fall. Tell us what happened with with your daughter. Like what her result was, and then let's go through all the steps. Because like when you and I were going through the steps. I had a lot of questions and I know I was telling Cassie about it actually. And she was excited to find oh, out how yes. to do it too. So I know our <laughs> listeners want to know. So tell us kind of what Cam figured out in the end. Okay. So step one was she made all of her courses of action. Step two was we made the priorities and then numbered them. And then we took those priorities in step three and figured out which ones were really important to her. We thinned them out to what we needed. And then we sat down and we looked at it at a logical area. Now from a business aspect, it's going to be a little different than a college student. So what we did with you was different than what we did with my daughter or her, which is we sat down and she just had to think about it. Well, she actually prayed about it and said, what should I do? Mm -hmm. Then you also need to think of something we call logistics. Okay. And logistics is how much money do I have in my hand for business? You have um, assets. Assets. There we go. Ask Sorry. the bookkeeper. We call it equipment <laughs> and personnel. Okay. Well, we, call it personnel. we call it equipment. That's what we're using for the podcast. Yeah. So. Very true. But do you have a computer? Does it work? Do you have internet that's mm -hmm. fast enough? Once you get that all set up, that's what you need to do to as, as a business. When you're doing this, also, you need to think of your end goal. That's the whole part of MDMP. Mm -hmm. What is my end goal? What do I want this to look like in six months, a year, down the line for an eternity, or wherever you've got to be, you know, doing this business? 
that's what you need to keep in mind the whole time. Because as you do these courses of action, you also need to make sure that they're realistic and attainable. When we first start throwing out courses of action for the military, we really just throw it out like brain box. I mean, just brain dump, brain dump, just Mm -hmm. throw anything out, but there's criteria. It has to be attainable and doable because we don't want to waste time thinking on these Star Wars, you know, scenarios that we don't have assets for and then are not. No laser blasters yet. We have laser blasters, (laughs) but not up in space. And so we have to be very careful with that kind of stuff. So, so I, I know that like Cam for her, she had all these decisions. She was really confused. And at the end of the day, she was able to really super focus on what her decision would be. And that just made it easier for her. So let's kind of just go through it. So for me and you, we did one that was kind of, um, what do I want to do with my personal life? And that affects my business and vice versa. So, and that's the same with all entrepreneurs. Like Mm -hmm. when we consider doing something for our business, we also have to think about what we're doing with our family. So, you know, you're kind of lucky that way with the military. You just have to focus on, you know, I don't know, saving the country and all we had to focus on. That's it. (laughs) That's all. And we focus (laughs) just on our families, but, but, you know, you don't have to consider your, you don't, you take, you have to take your family out of that situation. But in ours, we have to be like, if we want to, like, I want to go be a speaker, I have to consider What's that going to leave at home for me, right? So Secondary and tertiary, yeah. is what we call it. Yeah, okay, perfect. So yeah. let's just start at the top. So the first thing is, do you think to figure out what the end goal is going to be or start the ideas first? So the end goal. you got to have the end goal first. Okay. Yep. So start out with your end goal. My daughter's end goal was to figure out what she wanted to do with her life when she got back after the summer. That was her end goal. So to dive in, I, I'm curious, how far do you go for your end goals. I mean, that's a good question. I mean, I know for us, I could sit there and say, well, end goal for a year from now is this end goal five years from now is this 20 years from now is over here next week. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And it start? feels like it's ever evolving. So that's a good yeah, point a good too, question. because in the military, our end goal is to win the conflict, yes. but we can't stop there <laughs> because we have to continue our plan of action, right. clear mm-hmm. through how are we going to further this? So if we take out an enemy, mm-hmm. what does that do to the area, the economy, the economics, the social impact. What does it look like for Americans? We can go out and annihilate every single person in the area. That's not so good. It makes right. us bad guys. And it's not good at all. We're not conquerors anymore. We are the good guys now. Mm-hmm. So with you guys, as you start to build a, pro- a business, what am I going to do in the, in the, for you may want to set it up in weekly, monthly, yearly retirement. What does that all look for you? And as you move through those process, how's that going to affect friendships? family, your own life, your own time, you're going to have time to actually do all this stuff you put into this great grandeur course of action. Mm-hmm. You got to look at it realistically because sometimes you bite off more than you can chew. No, never. We never. never. <laughs> Entrepreneurs never do that. <laughs> never. Um, so no. would you say that you would do an MDMP for each one of those goals or do all of the goals so you know what each end goal is and then do the MDMP and, and MDMP. MDMP Easy for, you to say. for that whole thing that you want to accomplish. So the end goal is to get to the end and then everything in between, or do you do a separate one for everyone? So an MDMP, you got your end goal. So I would do it for all of them. One for each step of the way. So you've got an end goal of what you really want in life. I want to be this in a business. Mm -hmm. That's your dream, right? What Mm -hmm. is your dream? That Mm -hmm. is your end goal. In order to get that, you're going to come up with multiple courses of action and with your priorities set in line. So you don't ruin family life. You don't go broke. You don't do all those other things you can't, you know, which will ruin your life. So you have to have balance. Mm-hmm. Then once you do that, then we figure out which course of action works best for you. Now, once that's done, then we go into a whole nother section, which I hadn't done with you yet. And I didn't need to do with my daughter is you need to think about how do I get there? That's the logistics portion. That's the part that I struggle with. And that's kind of where we hit the wall is like coming up with the, the end goal and the priorities was fairly simple for me. It's something I think that we do on a regular basis. We yeah. sit down and we think about what do we want our business to look like? What do we want our family to business or family to look like? And when we hit that point of, we know these things, that's the next step. So we're going to save that part for the entire second half of the podcast. Cause that's my favorite part. To do and that. it's the part I struggle with the most. And I think I'm not the only one. Nope. So, I mean, if I sat down and said, Hey, Cassie, tell me what your goals are. You'd be like, Oh, I know what those are. Oh yeah. I've, I've had them written down. Absolutely. Vision boards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Perfect days. All that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing that I heard you say, though, was don't make it unrealistic. And I know one of the things that a lot of coaches are really pushing, and I know I've even said, 
is think outside the box. Think how far can you go? Like how big do you want to make it? Think super big, but you're saying be reasonable about it. Like this isn't, this is for you personally to make a decision. So don't blow it out of proportion. Be like, I'm going to make a million dollars in a year. Uh, you contain it into a way that you can actually make it happen. But I don't want you to stifle creativity either. Right. Because that, that's very important, especially in business mm -hmm. and in the military as well. Right. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that. Privates, great yeah. things have been created. Well, that's true. Shh, don't tell the privates that. <laughs> and out of the great things of private in entrepreneurs, great things will happen. Yeah. Because they think outside the box. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing is we've got our goals and we have talked about this before. You have to write it down. You can't just sit and think about it. You need to actually put it to paper. So we've put it to paper. We know what our goals are. Is there are. any preferred way you say put it to paper? Because I know there's very, like, I mean, like I was saying, you've got vision boards, you have perfect days, you have just basic lists. Is there any no. better? No. We used a post-it note. <laughs> we really Super used high a high scratch high. piece of we, paper, yeah. We like, here, we're going to use this. Rip. And we're like, <laughs> but as long as you write it down and can refer back to it, because what happens when you get older, like me? Hang on, what's my excuse? You forget things. Hey, we're old enough to be your parents. We've talked about that in the last episode. Let's move on past that. Okay. So we wrote it down on a scratch piece of paper, but we knew what it was, and we actually made it really simple for me. So I'll just mm -hmm. tell you what they were. Mine were um, that I wanted to have my book written, and I want to speak, and... Um, share my message with single moms, military wives, and make a difference in the world. Those are basically, and have my family. Those peace. That was it. Peace. I wanted goals. to have peace. But her overall was less stress in her life. In order to do that, we had to cut a lot of minutia out of her life. Yeah. So your, your ultimate goal, the, the big thing you've, just because I'm a super visual person, so I'm trying to imagine this, and yeah. I think I've turned myself around. So you had your ultimate big goal was mm -hmm. peace, lack of stress not have my schedule so busy okay all the time so you have that mm -hmm. and then from there you did what underneath your piece yeah okay so the next step once you know what that is is going to be finding all your courses of action to get there okay so for me it was what the courses of action or did we do the what are your priorities first we did your priorities first but it doesn't matter which way you go okay for me it was easier to do my priorities first because if I know my priorities, then my course of action becomes clear. It clears that up. So for me, it was um, my relationship with my husband, my family, uh, my relationship with God, a few other things I can't remember off the top of my head, but those were the priorities. So whenever I compared that to my goal, do those things apply to my goal? Does that make sense for the priorities? Okay. So you had your, your ultimate beautiful end goal. You did your priorities. You listed out things that were important to you mm -hmm. in order of what they were important, of their importance. Right. We numbered, numbered them. them. Yeah. We okay. numbered them after because they just kind of come out and some but kind of But those are kind order. of just like a, a side piece for your information, right? It's, it's, the, it's basically the guide. It's the okay. thing that it's you compare everything to. You go, Perfect. I want to write this book. You look at that. Will that accomplish these things as well? will it affect those things? Will it change them? Right. And okay. you actually throw a number thing to it. So as you look at course of action, number one, it may have seven different things you want to accomplish. And in, as you're looking at it, you look at those six priorities and number them. And if it's number one is available, that's your most priority is in there. You put a one next to it. If number two is not, but number four and five are, you add four and a five, and then you add them all up. The one with the lowest score is the highest, is the priority. highest priority to you. So we did the end goal. Then we did the list of the priorities um, in my life. The things that I didn't was non-negotiable. Mm -hmm. These things are non-negotiable. Then we did the courses of action. And does that make sense so far? Because like it took I me, think so. it took me like an hour. And so, yeah, you feel free to jump there's, in because there's if a it doesn't, that kind of wants to take like a piece of paper and start say, right let's, now. Let's just do mine. Yeah. And just go just because it's a real example yeah. of. Well, and if this you want to, like. because I think it might make it easier for our listeners to understand, because I had a million questions where I'm like, so he told me, tell me your dream. What is your dream? What's your goal? And I said, I've never been allowed to dream. I didn't know how to answer that question. So he had to help me even through that little part. And then he said, write your priorities. And I got, I got stuck. Like there was a lot of times I got stuck because I hadn't thought about these kind of things before, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So we can do it. Should we should do it. I'm down for that. Let's I'll do an MDMP on Cassie. I'll tell you what. I ready? Gonna She's gonna this. get paper. I'm gonna it. <laughs> that sounds great. Okay. So all my listeners, uh, this is awesome because um, Cassie's a super good friend of ours. We spend a lot of time together. Our families, 
um, ours with hers. And um, so we're very close friends. And so we're at Cassie's house right now. She was kind enough to get everything all organized for us to come. And we've got everything propped up, our messy back end, propped up on buckets and books to get it high enough. Okay, Cassie, so right. we're gonna write down, so write down, you wanna write down your goals or should we skip over to the no, priorities her, part? Cause I think the goals, goal? yeah, like the main end goal. End goal? <sighs> it's very family related where it's the, we have a strong, tight family unity. Mm -hmm. I think most entrepreneurs actually have that as their main goal. Oh, it's yeah. why we do what we do in the first place. Oh yeah, We will work 80 hours a week to be home with our family and not work 40 hours a week for the man. So I think saying that's a fair thing to say that most entrepreneurs, their ultimate goal is to have that strong family. Exactly. With the and goal finance. where if we were to work 80 hours a week now, right. in a couple of years, we're working 15, 20. Right. So. Right. And, oh. and to finance the family. Yeah. It's not just to have the family unit, but to finance it so that you can work less. Yeah. Right. I think that's pretty standard for most entrepreneurs. Maybe that's standard for pretty much everybody in, in the world. Is that in life. Because you just work your life. whole life to be yeah. able to enjoy it. So those, so that's your goal. So then um, maybe think of a goal for your business too. So we'll mm -hmm. kind of just okay. align, you know, align A those. business goal. Uh, we currently have a goal to hit seven figures. Okay. We've, we've got a seven figure strategy. And that was yeah. how we met actually. Yes, was, it is. I was going to start, I started a mastermind group. I said, anybody who wants to, to have a million dollar business, let's do a mastermind. That's actually how Cassie and so I right, Your goal is to reach seven figures. All right. Don't even need to put a time on it. Right and now. I think that's also pretty common for a lot of our listeners because mm -hmm. they're mostly startups. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Cool. Okay. So now with that, let's come up with some priorities in life you're not willing to give up or that are important to you. So personal priorities or business or both? Time, Life. personal, yeah, and business, both. Time, money, all that kind family, of stuff. Family, okay. spouse, if you have religion, if you what have is important to you, spirituality, whatever that is. Because your business is going to take away from all those family goals. Yeah. Every bit of it, yeah. to an extent. Mm -hmm. If you can work from home, that's a little different, but mm -hmm. like you work from home and you're still gone. Gone, mm -hmm. really, you know. Really. I think that's pretty solid. Okay, good. Yeah, I'll take that. Okay. okay so, so now, now you have those, go ahead. prioritize them. One being the most important up to how many do you have? Well, it depends. So one of them I say relationships, but I've got them subcategorized between my husband, God, my family. See, I just put that all in separate one. Or? I just put them in one. It's however you want to do it. Okay. I would just put it as one because relationships are going to take time. And... All right. Cool. Numbered. Okay. So now that you have your priorities... As you're creating your courses of action, keep these priorities, what's important to you and your end goal in mind. Come up with two to three or more, as many as you think you want to, be as creative as you want to, and don't give yourself a time limit to this. You gotta be really creative, you can take days if to do this. Mm -hmm. Sometimes our best thoughts are right before we go to bed or while we're taking a shower or while we're doing chores outside. Those are my thinking places. Yeah. Those are the best places that we get inspiration because there's we're by ourselves mm -hmm. and there's no distraction around us. So yeah. keep it in your mind, mull it around for a while. Once you come up with your ideas, unless you've got some already in your head, you can write a few down. So, so the, if my yeah. end goal is I mm -hmm. were looking for seven figures, I've got my list of priorities. I've got five of them. I'm now looking for actionable steps that could mm -hmm. be taken to achieve my seven figure goal. Exactly. Right. Okay. You could open up a brick and mortar. You yeah. could do it online. Mm -hmm. You could hire out other people. You could do it all by yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's such a variety of different ways you could do your bookkeeping, right? Mm -hmm. what you do. Yeah. And you do podcast and messy back end stuff, which is mostly online, right? Right. Okay. <laughs> so for me, my courses of action were in order to, a big priority for me was to free up my schedule. And so um, that's why I decided to sell my digital marketing agency, which I have an offer on, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah. And we're hoping that'll go through. By selling that, it paid off all my debt, gave um, a little bit of cash towards the family and freed up probably 20 hours a week for me. So that was a huge thing. It just happened, the, the um, offer happened to come in the same day we did this. Because what I find is that for me, when I'm going down the right path, when I'm doing the right thing, God always shows me exactly what needs to be done or puts things in my place. When I'm not, I hit resistance. So a lot of people feel that as the universe, law of attraction. And, and, I, and I totally believe in that as well. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, 
things will flow better. And that's a word that Brenda Bouchard really likes to use is the word flow. So if things are flowing, then you know you're doing it right. So if the course of action that you're writing down, kicking in the teeth, it's probably not the right course of action. And they can be simple. It can be complicated, however you want to do it or what the resources you have. Remember resources is a big thing. It has to be attainable. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about resources. Is that separate from all of these steps? Is no, it's just something you need to keep in mind. Just keep in mind. You yeah, don't have make to write sure it down. It's plausible and feasible, and you have the resources for it. Right. Okay. Now, those resources may even come in as part of your plan too. Mm -hmm. As you grow, those resources may be part of your plan. Like once I get this from just a small computer, I can get a bigger computer. I can mm -hmm. get a bigger building. I can get more employees. I can do whatever. Those are resources. Okay. Cool. So I have my seven figure goal. I have my priorities. Things so that are really important in my life. And I've got my various courses, outlets, courses, courses of, of action. action. There you go. So now we've got the course of action. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to take these here. Okay. Okay. You have these to priorities. Okay. Sorry. I'm new to this. this is these priorities. <laughs> you take these priorities and put them into each course of action. So let's look at course of action. Number one. What is it? Okay. So let's build a team. Okay. If you're building a team, Mm -hmm. Does it take into account your number one, which so, is family, right? Yes. So my relationships, right? Does that take away? Does it help? Does it? So it po could positively impact what I put it down there. Like for instance, yeah. is this going to take away time from the family to do this? To build a team or is it going to help add more time to the family? Well, okay. So, and this might be my, my analytical side kicking in here a little bit. There's oftentimes a give and take. Anytime you take on a new course, there's going to be a little bit more investment, whatever that investment looks like initially in order to get an end result. Are we looking at the initial investment? Or are you looking at the end results or both? Both. Yeah. So for me, so the way I see it, if, if building a team was on my list, which is actually one of the things that we talked about is like, if I could hire out the stuff that I do, mm -hmm. it would free up my time. Mm -hmm. Right. So for me, building a team, yes, it's going to take a little time to train them, yes. but it's a skiff of what time it's going to give you and your family. Right. So for me, if you're weighing those two between each other, you know, is it going to do more good or bad? It should do it, more. It should do more what, good. So if right. it's doing more in line of what your priority is, then you put it down. Correct. So okay. is the juice worth the squeeze? Basically <laughs> is what you say, right? I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna get out more time with the family. <laughs> I'm killing you. Okay. You know, military guy, you'd be so funny. <laughs> if you spend time on this first one, building a team, then you're not doing all the work, are you? Which Correct. gives you more time with your family. Correct. So I would put that as a priority as one definitely works with that one. I agree. So put a one next to that one. How about number two? What's your second part? Um, milestones. So experiencing those milestones for my kids, my family. And that's another one that, that you be would. There too. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. Next one is financial stability. I think ultimately it could. So let's use the example of me hiring you as a bookkeeper. Mm -hmm. I spent eight hours doing something that would have taken you how long? Maybe three. Maybe three. So my time, let's use an example. If my time's worth $100 an hour, mm -hmm. I spent $800 doing it myself. And I could have paid you $300 if you do that for yours. So then the next option is a podcast. Um, Having your own? Yeah. Okay, what does the podcast do for the business? For your marketing. Own so it's marketing. I've been trying to help him understand this for six months. Since we've met. <laughs> longer than six months so this is this is a tough one why do we do the podcast why do we do the podcast the money? we don't make any money off the podcast but <laughs> you create this emotional bond with people that you know by being in someone's ear you actually be, get an intimate type relationship with that person and if you're providing valuable information then they come to know you better i don't do downloads and all those other things i do podcasting and speaking that's it that's my marketing strategy so if we were to do podcast slash marketing to throw that in, make it nice and easy. Yeah. Um, as a marketing source, mm -hmm. will it help with my relationships? I absolutely think so. Milestones. I think I could experience those milestones better. Same with memories, definitely financial stability. Cause we like having things coming in and then experiences. I do agree. Okay. So courses. So instead of going through yes. all of these, let's, talk about what the next steps are after we do like this. That. And then, and then we can do this after, but this is kind of where we stopped. Mm -hmm. We kind of stopped here because I don't remember why we stopped. I think we were, because yours didn't need to go this deep. Yeah. Cause you pretty much built your end course of action 
it all just pretty like, much all in one. Bleh, blood, it was there. It just happened. Yeah. All in one. Nice. Yeah. But she's been doing this for a few years. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've had several of different versions of it. She's wanted to do. Mm-hmm. She just needed to focus it with the end goal and the priorities. And once she got that priorities and end goal together, she goes, oh, this is what will work for me. And she yeah. only had to really do one course of action. And yeah. now what we need to do is sit down and we started is sit down and we do what we call horse blanket in the army. Now, what a horse blanket and what you do after this, this is the how to get her done portion. That's okay? the part I struggle with. This is the get her done portion. So you have to go day by day mm-hmm. and hour by hour on how we're going to fix things. Oh, we did do this. Yep, we did this a little mm-hmm. bit because you know I do every task every day. Right. Sometimes they're daily, weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, yearly things you have to get done. So by the time you're done coordinating all this throughout the year, they're all color-coded and it looks like a big horse blanket when you're done. So it's pretty Like it's on an Excel cell spreadsheet. You would yeah. like put your calendar and like this much time for these things, this much time for these things. And it kind of lays out. Wait this a second. Pattern. Wait a second. Are you telling me I have permission to play in Excel? Spreadsheets. Yes. Excel you go, spreadsheets girl. are your friend in this. Oh, she loves the spreadsheets. It organizes your day so well. Yeah. You're, you're yeah. talking to the accountant here. I love <laughs> spreadsheets. Good. They might yeah. be a fifth. Yeah. So um, Brennan Bouchard actually said, um, if I can see your calendar, I can tell you what your priorities are. The biggest struggle for me is the things that take me away from that. 90% of the time, I can't do what I have on my calendar. I think with you personally, what would be the best is a horse blanket and you prioritize it like she has. So your number one priority is whatever, let's say the kids. Okay. And everything that has to do with your creating or doing that is working towards the goal of spending more time with kids, you color green. And then everything that's dealing with something that's less important, you do yellow. And everything you do next, that's red. And everything you have after that is maybe gray. So it's going from a green, you know, like a red light system, mm-hmm. go down to that or black. Now, what would you consider black in your mind? Do you think? Stuff that we do every day that sucks up our time, stupid oh. stuff. And sorry, but looking on Facebook sometimes, if it's not part of your business, mm-hmm. Things like it that. can totally waste your time. Just oh, waste absolutely. Time and you can totally get sucked into mm-hmm. some sort of little rabbit time hole. Wasters. And you just, yeah. Time gone. wasters are your enemy, the biggest mm-hmm. enemy in business. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So you're essentially creating to do lists mm-hmm. for your everyday. And depending upon how often you need those tasks to be completed, depends on how often that shows up in your to do list. And like how much time it's going to take. So, awesome. yeah, like for me, I'm supposed to be writing in my book for an hour every morning. Well, that's just not going to work for me because once I get started, I don't want to put it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and my thoughts may not come to me right then. So I right. just have a goal and I haven't talked to you about this. I actually just have a goal to at least write for an hour every day, sometime during the day. So yesterday I wrote like 15 pages. Now, something I need to remind you also is every plan is fabulous. It's perfect to the day you put foot on ground in the battlefield start doing it and then it changes mm-hmm. because of the environment everything else. right so mm-hmm. you need to stay very flexible and don't be so rigid that you're just going to break anytime you break away from this plan so things may come up like for instance your plan mm-hmm. you may find out that as you go through it's kind of like uh, paying off a vehicle so i pay off a vehicle with high interest now i can put that money or time towards something that's more important to me that i can get more and more time to me that your reserves priority is time so mm-hmm. as you finish key stones or you get more people that work for you, mm-hmm. and now you have time to put towards this better. So your plan that you thought was perfect now just got better because you have to adjust it. So constantly adjusting your plan is very important. Don't just awesome. do it once and walk away. Yeah. Well, and it changes while your kids get older. It changes when your business changes. It changes when you travel. It changes, you know, with health, you kind of have to let it mold. So I think what you're saying is instead of having that be, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten through the day, you're saying book one hour, family, five hours, exercise, two hours. Is that what you're saying? Like how much time you're doing as opposed to exactly where it's going to show mm-hmm. up on the schedule at first. Okay. I think that's, that's easier. That's more consumable for me, more yeah. doable. Cause I know I've done a, a variation of, of the block timing and planning and I full on like set alarms in my phone mm-hmm. with, okay, now you're going to go do this. Yeah. Okay. Now it's time for that. And I was really good for like a day. Mm-hmm. And then I died because other things came in. Kids were needing something else. A client, a call outside of the allotted time I had allowed for them to mm-hmm. call. Yeah. And it drove me back crazy. 
Yeah. Cause your OCD wouldn't let you stay outside. So I have alarms that go off every day that used to go off to tell me what to be doing, but yes. now they just say, they're just a reminder to me. Are you living intentionally is what you're doing oh, right like now that. intentional. I got that from Brenda Bouchard. What is what you're doing right now? Intentional. So every alarm that goes off, most of them through the day is just for me to do that, that check that mental myself. Check. What am are I you doing? sitting on Facebook messing around? Are you playing a game? Are you, you know, doing something you're supposed to be doing? So is it, I like, that. are you doing everything intentionally all day? That down. So yeah, that's one of my things on my dream board is to live with intention, do everything intentionally. So one of the things like I've that. done, I've been an operations and non-commissioned officer for many, many years. And as you do that, you're working for an entire unit. So you're making sure all the logistics are good. Everything's going on my desk. I'm old school, so I don't use a computer as much as everybody she would like, but I use stickies. <laughs> I love stickies. And so I have stickies the stickies too. and I put a little block and then I put the to-do list after each block. And as I go through, I am, I cross them out there. Those are done. Those are done. At the end of the day, if I didn't get everything done, that gets put onto a brand new sticky. <laughs> and those are the top priorities that need to get done. For the, for the next, next day. day. So as you do these priorities, that because my next priority of the day didn't mean I was a failure. Mm -hmm. I just didn't have enough time in the day to get everything done. Right. But as I go through my priorities, just as I write them down, that doesn't mean that the top one's the most important. So I need to look at my priorities and say, what is the most important? Because what's going to happen in the middle of the day? I'm going to call you. Right. Mm -hmm. Kids are going to wake up. Right. You're going to have all these issues that come in and break up your day and you don't let you accomplish everything you had to. You can't let your mind think I'm a failure ever. You just try to get you the best you can every single day. Then what you didn't get done, unless it's a priority, then you have to stay up till midnight and get it done. Like podcasting. But, right? Podcasting sometimes. But <laughs> once that is finished, then those become the priority of the next day. Until so the kid you, wakes up again. Have you ever had a, a point where things tend to crawl over into the next day so much where the list just gets it, longer. it gets too overwhelming and mm -hmm. it's not i've seen her list yes <laughs> 96 things when we first met it i had a list ginormous yeah ginormous. so what do you do we with that sort to, of thing because obviously you have to cut something at some point we had to cut didn't we we did have to cut when we first met i had 96 things on my list within two weeks i had 150. one of the first we things i actually said to him in the first week we were dating i said i need somebody to manage my life I need someone to come in and go, you need to be doing this right now. Now go do this now. So I don't have to think about that list. It kind of just unintentionally happened that way because and he I was like, smiled. he just kept asking questions like, do you really need to do that? How does that help you? And they're hard questions. Like yes. I actually, I got a little annoyed for a while. I'm like, don't ask me that question. I know what it is. But the fact is, is that verbalizing, what is this going to do for you? Made me realize that most of the things on my list are, um, are negotiable. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at that priority list and say, what is negotiable? What's not negotiable. And especially for businesses, especially when looking at marketing and things like that, we start saying, we need to do this, 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 and this, because oh, yeah. they're doing that. And that's going to work. And I know and this is going to work. And every single expert says you have to and do you have this. To do. And then someone yes. else comes in and says, you have to mm -hmm. do this. And mm -hmm. before you know it, there's 16, you have to mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. So I went back through my list and I said, how critical is this to my success? It's not critical right now. It's, it's negotiable. Mm -hmm. I can do it in five years from now. I can do it in six months from now. I just went and took them all off my list. They're still going to be in my brain. There's still things yeah. I'm going to want to do. The fact is, is that if you look at that, your list and it's getting longer and longer, start looking at what is negotiable on that. What is critical and non-negotiable? Okay. So that's leading into the next question that I have for you guys. I'm sure it's the case with most entrepreneurs out there. We are very critical, very hard on ourselves. Yes. So we look at things like any type of leisure or um, relaxed time where I am logging off and intentionally not working. That guilt can come back in and say, is this beneficial for whatever this, this goal is? Mm -hmm. Now, obviously for our mental health, yes, you do need to take your time out. I mean, I'm, I'm an avid reader. I love to go get lost in a book. Um, it can be my downfall because I'll be... I really want to finish what's going on because yeah. that's me. <laughs> yeah. But there's also that part where it is extremely important to me to be able to be away from everything else that's going on and mm -hmm. have my time to just kind of decompress internally. Mm -hmm. But if we're looking at things in the line of, is this beneficial? How is it going to help us? I feel like it'd be really easy for us to talk ourselves out of that leisure necessary time. leisure time, that yeah. recuperating time. You know what? That used to be a real problem for me until I met him because I started realizing that I can't let myself feel guilty when I'm taking time off because when I'm working, I'm working harder. I get more done. I'm more focused. 
And if you look at that little list you've got right there, what's the mm -hmm. first one on there? Relationships. So when, when I'm not working, I used to feel guilty. Mm -hmm. And whenever I start feeling that guilt, I say, but at, what does this priority do for me? It does all five of those for you. So I just let it go. I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, did I build my business or did I build my relationships with my family? And that's the most important thing to me, my family. So I can let the business part go. Even before we got married, I made my daughter my priority. When she came home from school, I turned it off. And whenever I'd feel guilty about it, I'd think, she's gone in two years. Mm -hmm. What happens when she's gone? Does she want to remember me as somebody came home and was ignoring her because she was working or somebody spend time with her? And it's like I said, with the law of attraction, with God, whatever it is that you, that you believe in is he'll make up that difference if you're living your priorities. The difference will come in different ways. I like it. That's worked, what worked for me. It may not work in the military. The military actually talks about this a lot. Matter of fact, we had a major come in and talk to us for about an hour. And one of the main priorities he has, that is, this is your job. You need to be very good at your job. But this is your life. You need to be even better at that. So life mm -hmm. priorities take priority over work. We'll work it together as a team. We'll make sure you're to weddings, funerals, vacations as much as possible. You know, those life and important things, birthday parties, your kids only have one every year, you mm -hmm. know, and then they're out of the house. Baseball games, if you can make it to it, those sort of things you need to be at because you are a father or a mother first, and then you are a soldier. And I've never heard an officer say that before in my life, but that's coming straight from the top generals. And so they want to know that you have that prior, that good balance in life. Because if you're unhappy because you're always at work and you never have time for your family, what are you going to do at work? Be pissed you're off. You're going to be pissed off. You're going to be, oh, you're going to be upset. You're going to be angry. I don't you're know if I'm going to say pissed off person. here, but yes, you can say that. You're not going to be a happy person. So if you're happier at work because you're happy at home, you're, like you said, your work-life balance is better mm -hmm. you're more productive. Yeah. You're not just thinking about all the things you're trying to skate out of so you can go to this mm -hmm. instead. And when, when I'm working now, I don't feel guilty about not spending time with my family either. So the guilt is gone for me. So I don't feel guilty when I'm working. And I don't feel guilty when I'm not working because you know, that goes both That's ways. Awesome. Cause when you're working, you're feeling absolutely. guilty about your family. And when you're not working, you feel guilty about your business. Oh, absolutely. So now let's talk about realistic yeah. too. When you're starting your very first business, because I owned a landscape business before I know what it's like to be an entrepreneur. Uh -huh. I hated it. Sorry. <laughs> it wasn't me. Okay. I'll hey, work we're all for the crazy. government. It's we're better that way for me, but I spent hours and I had to spend hours and hours constantly marketing, constantly doing the right. work, buying stuff, moving stuff around, managing people. I had to put in the hours in order to get it done. You have to do that sometimes. And yeah. so some of these may suffer a little bit to get the end goal. Mm -hmm. But in order to some of these, that's some of the priorities. Time with the kids, okay. things like that. Just uh, don't let it go to the extreme, like I did. I mean, yeah. I before I met Vance, I was working eighty All to a hundred hours a week. Mm -hmm. I mean, I stay up until midnight. Oh yeah, and I would get up at six. I would exercise in the morning, but then I would I wasn't eating. I wasn't doing anything. I was literally sitting from eight in the morning until two in the morning working. Sometimes I just sleep in my chair. You don't do the extremes of you know, building the landscaping business 12 hours a day, not being home with your family and, or building landscaping business two hours a day and being home with your family. So you kind of, that's where the integration comes in. That's the hardest part is integrating your family with your work. Definitely. And there's not an answer for that for everybody. Everyone's different. Someone okay. can be very content, a spouse or children seeing their mother or father mm -hmm. two to three hours a day. And that, and that helps too, when you have somebody that can then help you and support you. So mm -hmm. that goes back to the resources is like you and Ryan both do similar things, right? right? So yep. when, when you're spending time with the kids, maybe he can be working and vice versa. That's exactly what we do. And so, yeah, you have to, you have to look at the resources that you have and that may be find what other resources you have. If you don't have a spouse or if you don't have a partner, if you don't have family that can help you, what other resources do you have? So we've got the, the big goal. goal, our priorities our task list, courses of action. And the horse blanket. And then the horse so blanket. One of the things he had me do actually was write how much time each of these take, right? Yes. Was it the priorities we numbered or the... We numbered these, but put this into your into your horse blanket okay. daily. So we numbered the priorities and we put how much time mm -hmm. 
the task risk is going to take. So building a team, you're going to figure and spend time creating trainings for them, creating SOPs for them, mm-hmm. figuring out if, if they're working, check on them, make sure they're updating, figure out how much time is that going to take to build your team each day. So that would get how much ever time. So take. build development, all yeah. of that good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So that would get the amount of time. Cause when you add all that up, it's has, more than to e- has to equal eight, like eight hours a day. Wait. So I didn't include things like actually completing projects or. Yeah. So this just, what this does is it helps you realize you can't do this every single day. That's where it goes back to out of these, how many things you have six. So you have seven things on there. Probably three of those you want to try and somehow find out either to take them off or do once a week. Things like. Um, building courses is one of those, but I'll be honest, I'm looking at it going eventually, but yeah. I don't really want to do that right now. Is it yeah. okay to take those sort of things to just say, mm, totally. not right now, I'm X-naying it. Yes, because yep. you can adjust your plan as you move forward. And you don't have to worry about it anymore. You, you get take more it time list. given to you because yeah. you've accomplished some of these and now you have more time you can put into it or just enjoy more time with the kids. Oh if it's goodness. making your end goal with money. Y'all, she just crossed four things off her seven thing list. What and I'm debating that? on one more. <laughs> <laughs> See how your life just got simpler? That was... It's just, like Christmas. It's like, I know, it's like magic. All of a sudden, like out of nowhere, you're just like, see, this is why we only got this far with me because I was like, wait a minute. All these things I have on my list are not things that align with my priorities in life. This is like, you have one life, do those things. That is awesome because I seriously, I mean, I had everything from various avenues of, you know, building courses or mentoring, uh, getting, so I own a bookkeeping business. So getting into the the tax prep and, and planning and things like that. Um, cross-investing, looking at other sources and places that I could, mm-hmm. you know, we could put our business funds. It's really nice kind of giving myself permission just to, yeah. I'm putting that in a different box, not ignoring it, but I'm going to put it in a different box, go put it away and I'll yeah. bring it back out in a year or so. Yeah. And see, it's not going to go out of your brain. No. A lot of people like me think if you take it off that to-do list, it's going to disappear and you're going to forget about it and you're ever going to do it and you won't get it done and you won't think about it. And that's not true. Of course, it's always going to be on your list. Oh yeah. You know, so cross it off, get it out of there, make the paper plain white. And Remember, you're eating an elephant. One, one bite, bite, at, one a bite time. at a time. Don't try to do it all one meal. So that's one, like two, it. three, four. What steps are we missing? That's it. That's it? Yep. And now pretty much now all you need to do is put it onto your horse blanket, figure out how much time you're going to spend. Some of them have to be daily. Some maybe mm-hmm. two or three times a week, once a month. Once you get that all worked out, then try to stay to that budget or that time budget as much as possible. And check yourself every once in a while. So if I were to take this and say, you know what, actually I do need to be in actually helping with projects. I could write down mm-hmm. projects and say, I'm investing three hours daily into billable hours. Yes, definitely. And then that way I'm giving myself permission. I've got three hours of billable hours I'm gonna complete. That means I've got this expectation on, on my calendar. Mm-hmm. It's there. I, I can anticipate what my potential income is gonna be because it's billable hours. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. yeah. Then you work out your daily so, schedule. And for me, this is something that um, has started happening to me since we did this. We just did this lo- last, Saturday, last Saturday, just barely last Saturday. Mm-hmm. And every time something comes up and I think about doing it, I actually ask myself if it aligns with my things. If it doesn't align with what my ultimate goal is, I just don't even do it. It's now become anymore. a time waster for her. Yeah. I don't, I actually don't even spend time thinking about it. That's really interesting. So I'll be honest, I've been, um, I've been debating on going back to school because back to school is always fun. I mean, yeah. you get super nerdy because yeah. there's other certificates and such I can get that can better help my my business and such. Yeah, I've just given myself permission to cross that off and just put it in the back because I'm going, yeah. that's going to be super stressful. It's going to full on take away mm-hmm. from these super important times because I've got young enough kids where I need to be semi-engaged. I need mm-hmm. to be at least semi-happy so they don't look at me and go, there's my mean mom. It doesn't just free up your to-do list. It frees up your mind. Yeah. It clears things out and it makes things more simple. It gives you that peace of mind of, you know, yeah, I'm making bread today. How is that going to affect all my five most important things? It's going to be fun. I like it. Things just start to line up after you do it. I learned even more things today. This is like the third time you've told me about it in regards to like what I'm doing. And I still learned more from it. There's a part of me that wants to sit here and go, okay, no, now we're going to have a, you know, more of a conversation. (laughs) And there's also a part of me that really wants to kick you out of my house. So I can go get super nerdy with my (laughs) spreadsheet. Spreadsheets. Here she comes. Spreadsheets. Spreadsheets are awesome. I love them. Well, thanks, Vance. I appreciate you being on the podcast today. Super helpful. Oh yeah. Well, folks, that's all for today's episode of the messy back end. It's Nate and Sheila signing off until next time. 
Thank you to our advertiser, PodServe FM. They will help you get your podcast hosted and published quickly and easily. Visit them at podserve.fm forward slash messy to find out more. And thank you to our advertiser, Thrivecart. They're the number one shopping cart software that grows your income from existing traffic with high converting checkout pages, upsells, and affiliate campaigns. Watch the video on how simple this cart solution is at themessybackend.com slash cart. Don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast platform by going to themessybackend.com forward slash subscribe and check us out on our YouTube channel for full episodes. Well, folks, that's all we have for today's episode of The Messy Backend. I'm Wendy Y. Bailey, known as your Income Acceleration Mentor, and I'm the founder and dean at More Coaching Client Sales and Marketing Academy. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like my back end is getting cleaner with every episode. I can tell you from my own experience that processing, looking at the messy back end situation when it happens helps you to grow and learn and be that much better as an entrepreneur. Join us again next week as experts share more customized business advice and tips about all the messy stuff that goes into the back end of entrepreneurship. Remember, you're not alone. Every business has a messy back end that needs a little attention. To apply. It's MDMP, not MDMA. (laughs) Now I'm like all blushing. (laughs) Exact same. I can be in the same room and she's still gone. I'll be like, hello. hello." Our brains are gone. (laughs) So we're cutting this part out? Yeah. My arm, even my Nemo arm looks really big on this side. I'm like, oh my god! I may not cut that out. <laughs> he lost a muscle in this arm. I can't grow the lower tricep in that arm. Really? Yeah. But this one's okay. Though. I started writing something. I totally forgot what I was going to write. Wait, what? He said, "Our bad." Oh. I can't remember what you're going to put down either. Jeez, fans, that's not helpful. Share the brain, Cassie. Weak.